What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week is Sean Meal, class of 1996. Uh, Sean's going to tell us everything about how he got to Bethany, his time with the national championship soccer team of 1994, and him moving back to England and what he's doing now. But without further ado, this is Sean Meal. You want to know by now. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week is Sean Meal. Meal? Meal. Right? Yeah, right. Class of 1996. Um, Sean, thank you for being with us. And where are you? Where are you joining us from? I am joining you from Norwich, Norfolk, uh, which is on the east coast of England. Um, it's about 160 miles northeast of London. Um, so it's, it's, it's a long journey to, to London, as opposed to someone like you guys, you know, a three hour drive is no problem, but three hours back here is woof, too far. It's, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's the comparison, you know. So, so now is that where you are originally from? That is where I'm originally from. Yeah. Yeah. I, I came back, eventually came back, you know, you, you, I suppose home calls you back sometimes, doesn't it? And, you know. My roots is here, and uh, you know I'm pleased to be back here. You know, I, I wish I wished to live the double life in a way. You know, and, and sort of kept on after after Bethany, and you know maybe did a bit more there. But you know, life tends to take you different ways, and and Bethany does help you get get to find the path that you want to do. You know, it teaches you skills, gives you skills. You know. So how did you make the how did you make the journey across the pond to here to, to well, this little corner of West Virginia to play soccer? Well, do you know what? I I don't think a lot of my old classmates know this true story about what happened. To be honest with you, so I, this this may be fairly new to a lot of people because where I live, where I lived, I lived on I grew up on a pig farm. They knew I grew up on the pig farm. That was a part of a joke, you know. And so I'm in the middle of nowhere where I live here in Norfolk. And uh, I was at what they call sixth form college, which is like your junior college, I believe, because we graduate from high school when we're 16. Okay. And we go on to uh, what we call sixth form college. And you do two years of education there. And I was doing those two years of education there, which was 89 to 91. And... Um, I was similar to Dave Wybie, had Dave Wybie on, didn't you, a few weeks ago? Yeah. And uh, I was I was similar to him in terms of I didn't really focus on my studies at all. I was over here, every village, every town has a football pitch or soccer pitch. Mm-hmm. You know, that soccer is is the is the sort of the blood sport in this in this in this country. And um, so I was playing football everywhere, you know, every weekend, two games on the weekend, even in the midweek, three games a week sort of thing when I was younger. And um, so I didn't really focus on my studies. But you know, I was at Sixth Form College and it, uh, at a bizarre coincidence, I bumped into a PE teacher and she had this letter, a photocopy of a letter saying, if you got these grades and uh, had played a county level at your sport, you could go to America. And I was like, okay, I'll look into this. Worse. And it was it was random. Um, and there was a company called College Prospects of America. And you know, going back in the nineties, early nineties, we didn't have internet and all that kind of stuff. They would draw up a two page profile which they'd fax round to all the colleges and universities in America. 
that's and you had to pay to do that though yeah you know? and my i still remember the conversation with my father in uh in, in our living room saying hey look if you're going to do it if i'm going to pay for this you got it's that i'm going to do it I'm, i promise you i will do it and um so we we set up this profile and this was in like i said in 91 and we didn't know how long it was going to take and what's going to happen and then in, all of a sudden i started getting these envelopes come through the, the you know the post and i started a college uh, Boca Raton in Florida I think is that right is it Florida? Yeah. Um, um, one in um, Mobile Alabama uh, and one in Wisconsin you know um, I, I ended up having a map on my wall in my bedroom <laughs> and I was and I was pinning these pins onto America and I had over 30 colleges write to me I didn't know what division one was I didn't know what division two was I couldn't go on Google and look at what does the NCAA yeah. yeah I didn't I didn't know what it meant so there's a lot of naivety there and um so I'm putting all these pins in and I get one from Bethany College and I actually get a phone call from JC John Cunningham fantastic um and I spoke to him and we had lots of conversations over the sort of the spring of 92 and going through into the summer i i was i'd left six form college by this time i was a lifeguard i was doing soccer coaching and things like this and um all of a sudden i had, oh i had to do my sats test that was another thing i had to come over so i had to go to the um, u.s R R R R air force base mm. a u.s air force base in norfolk there's lucky there's one in norfolk uh, and i had to drive to that um, go through the security, do my SATs test, didn't know what the hell, I was, had some practices of them, got some, JC sent me some, I think. Um, so I did some practice of that and got my SAT score. Don't think it was very good. I can't really remember. Um, it was good enough. <laughs> it was good enough. Yeah, it was good enough. That's right. And um, uh, lo and behold, uh, JC kept talking to me. There was a two other colleges. I can't remember which ones they were, but there was a couple of still, but they weren't, they weren't as um which is i can't think of the word to describe it really but uh, appealing you know there wasn't that made you feel at home you know uh, and you you know jc was brilliant he said hey do and you bring him up my house going blah 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 and of course i'm still playing football etc and uh, all of a sudden we get to august and he's going look are you coming i need to know if you're coming you know you need to get a visa blah 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 and so, you know, you imagine going back into 91, I get that, that photo copy of that letter and it slowly builds, builds and builds and builds. And all of a sudden, I can still remember the one week <clears throat> before I flew over. On a Monday, my mum and I took the train down to London and which was a big, you know, like, oh my God, we go down to the capital. Uh, and we had to go to the embassy, get my visa. Um, I was, uh, I was, I was 19 and mum's like, and I'm, you know, it's like, what are we doing? And she could, she could, could, can I come in with you? No, you're not allowed. You know, oh, crikey. So I'm going into the embassy, there's high security, all this kind of, what am I, you know, got in, got interviewed and uh, what are you doing? Why are you going, etc. Came out and I've still got the picture of me stood with my visa outside the American embassy in, in London. And then uh, we're like, well, we better look about getting a, a plane ticket while we're down here. We'll go. We couldn't go on, uh, you know, flights.com or whatever, you know. So we we, we went around the corner and um, we found the British Airways, uh, a, you know, state uh, uh, flight agencies. And we went in there and we just said, right, it's Monday. When's the next flight to Pittsburgh? 
And they were like, uh, Thursday. You what? Thursday? It, well, it's Monday today. Thursday, you, we've got... You have to get everything together now. Yeah. Three yeah. Days. Yeah. And plus we're in London. So like I said to you at the start, you know, three hour drive, you know, three hour train ride back, you know. So we went back and we're late. And so the Tuesday, I'm thinking, I need to go and say goodbye to friends. I'm going to America. What's what's happening? You know, so off I went and say goodbye. My mum nipped off to city, uh, off to the city to get me two big suitcases and extra stuff that I could take, you know, and I'm going around saying goodbye to friends and the next Wednesday I'm packing stuff because the flight was really early. I still remember it now. We, we were very early in the morning and uh, we drove all the way down to Heathrow Airport. And I said goodbye to my parents and that my mum actually lost it. She yeah, sobbed in her eyes because she's like, when will I see you? You know, you are going off on a plane to America. What's going to happen? Um, so got on the plane, flew over, and I got picked up by um, Steve Lecco and a Spanish guy. I can't, well, I can't remember. Chino, I think his name was. Um, and they both, JC decided to send them, and they picked me up on the, th must have been a Thursday evening, I think, something like that. And I'm buzzing, you know, I'm buzzing. I'm, you know, and I'm talking away, blah, 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 to these guys. I'm sat in the back. They're sat in the front, and I keep seeing them looking at each other. They couldn't understand a word I was saying because <laughs> <laughs> I was just rabbiting on because I was so excited. I'd been on the flight. I hardly slept. I landed in the old Pittsburgh state, uh, Pittsburgh airport as well. So, you know, the, 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 the perception we have of America, it's all lights, and, you know, glamour and glitz and stuff. And I landed in the old Pittsburgh airport. And I'm thinking, wow, um, what, what, this, is, <laughs> this is interesting. You probably don't remember. Uh, anyway. So um, I got back, got to the college and uh, it was the evening and they said, right, that's, that's your room. Gave me a key. And that was it. And I'm like, I'm in the Moreland dorm and I've got two, I haven't got any bed sheets or anything. You're on your <laughs> that's own. It. Just, that's you it. <laughs> that's it. You know, just for one night. So I, I put, I think, uh, I'll tell you who was my um, RA who was there was Sven De Jong. You know, Sven? I know Sven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old Sven. I saw him when I came back in. Uh, I came back about three years ago in 2018 for the reunion. Uh, yeah. the 50s. So, um, yeah, he was my RA. I think he might have lent me something or other. But you know, next day one of the guys took me to get some stuff, and you know, we got got the stuff I needed. So yeah, so that's how I got to get to Bethany. You know, you just to sort of think, little village in the middle of nowhere, in Norfolk. To, to a little middle, village in the middle of nowhere in West Virginia. Exactly, exactly. And all but, you know, and I still remember having that map in my bedroom and, you know, having like 30 or 40 pins on there of all the, you know, all the way over to California. You know, I, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know. People said, well, why didn't you go to Florida, you know, and things like that. And it just, just That happened. would be a question that I would have asked you. <laughs> so you got here and you said that academics when you were younger weren't the sole focus it was more about soccer and, and getting on yeah. playing was that the same when you got to bethany or did you focus on the academics and then the athletics were already uh this is what i'm here to do but i also have to get the degree 
Um, well, when I my football football was my is massive passion, obviously, and that's part of the reason why I did come back to to England. I think is I I I got there and I thought I'm going to make sure I focus on both. And um, the way things were set up, the way the education was done, I, I really enjoyed it. I really I actually enjoyed it, and so that that hooked me um, because the assessment was was good. You know, you you got regular assessments quite quickly and mm -hmm. etc. And um, uh, so that 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 kept me hooked, to be honest with you. And I also kept focused, you know, I kept kept disciplined. I, I, I had to work quite a bit when I was there as well. I had um, a couple of jobs. Um, so I didn't I didn't I didn't socialize as much. I, um, you know, I've not never been a sort of a, 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 a clang, a group type person. I didn't join a fraternity or anything. I was always um, with international other students, you know, just that cultural sort of mm -hmm. I think it might have been that cultural link a little bit. But um, it was funny when I arrived because obviously I was dead excited about proving myself as a player as well. And um, the the next day, the guys who picked me up took me down the park to see is can he, did he have any football boots and can he actually play, you know? And luckily, the, 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 I, I proved to them that I could, you know. Um, but the goats, I didn't mean I meant to say it. Well, after my journey over back then i couldn't phone up to let my parents know that i've arrived in in america you see did yeah. you send them a letter or no i couldn't i had i you had to get phone cards didn't you you had phone cards at&t phone cards to right for the phone. pay phones yeah well yeah that's right and you had to put in a 10 digit number and all this kind of stuff and i hadn't sorted that out and it was a good two days later i think it was like a saturday or even a sunday so we'd arrived on the friday and it was Saturday, and I was, I was in the medical centre, coughing, and the the dentist, the, the doctor is there checking, having the health, you know, <laughs> I'm being inspected, and someone pokes their head in the door, Sean, your mum's on the phone, you know, do you want to know if you ever made it, you know, have you made it to America, sort of thing. So <laughs> I was down the health centre after being having my trousers dropped down and being checked, and. The, <laughs> My mum's on the phone. Yeah, I've, I've made it. I'm here. I'm <laughs> yeah, I am here. Yeah. So, and she'd been, she'd like phoned the main switch, but they didn't know where I was. And because I didn't have a phone in my room, you know. And eventually I got all that stuff, you know. And you you get yourself disciplined and, you know, you just, you just get on with it, don't you? And you know, I, I was on my own and such, you know. Well, so yeah. with that discipline, there is uh, your passion. This is one of the, I, I, I was, I, I like that we built to this. Um, there's two seasons specifically about soccer that I wanted to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. First one being 1993. Yeah. Yeah. Where I believe there's four losses that keep you from the big tournament. Yeah. Yeah. That's my sophomore year. And I, I remember uh the very first tournament we went away because in my first season of freshman i i started the very first game i mean i got off to the most um glamorous start you know the best start you could ever get in, and it, it football or any sport just shows you how you can go from being in a really good position to being a criminal of the of the sport and i in the very first game i still remember we went to ot and I scored the winner. And I'm thinking, and everyone's going mad, you know. And I'm thinking, well, we really just, you know, didn't know what the situation was. I didn't know. I was very naive to it all. And I scored the winner. And so, like, wow, you know, yeah, the Brits come in. And the next game, 
the, one of the guys gets sent off and my worst my weakest link is is exposed and that is my speed i do not have any speed and i've never had any speed and i got exposed big time and so therefore from being you know doing so well in the first game to the next game being uh-oh and i didn't i didn't feature much then um for my uh for my for my, for my freshman year then the junior year a uh, sophomore year sorry um something the, the reverse happened someone got red carded in the very first game I then got put in in the second game. Uh, I think I, I got an assist and a goal. And I, we were playing the games, uh, the, the, you know, getting ready for the next game. And I remember coach Bill Dennison, I wasn't sort of featuring in the first 11. I went up to him and said, hey, what, what did I do wrong in the first game? In the second, in the first game I, you know, of that tournament. Yeah. Yeah, yeah scored and assist, etc. He said, yeah, good point. He said, and and then that can and then I played regularly from then, you know. <laughs> so I was like, phew. Um, and we got to like I said, '93, and we had a great great year, and we couldn't believe it. And of all the people, my mum and dad came over that year, and they actually came over. And I remember the conversation with JC. He met them, and they because they hadn't been over, and they were so pleased with the college. They loved they loved the atmosphere. They could see I was so happy there, and. They, they managed to um, come down, my, my good friend Steve Lindquist, um, he, his parents, they went and saw his parents, stayed with his parents, and then they drove down from his parents in Connecticut all the way down. They had a fantastic journey. They came and stayed for a long time at, the, at, uh, at Bethany, and um, they were able to see that I was happy. And lo and behold, they never got to see me play out there. And they, I still remember my mum saying, you know, Oh, we've seen him play plenty of times. We don't need to see him play again, you know. We've done so, this. <laughs> yeah, we've done that. Yeah, we don't. We, who cares? You know, he's. You know, we just we won't know where he is. And uh, my my dad thought was fantastic as well. And uh, um, yeah, God rest his soul. He, he passed away in two thousand and ten. And uh, yeah, he, I still remember him coming over and, and and loving the college and you know getting on well with JC. And JC was you know fantastic for me. You know, he, you know, because I spent a lot of the summer times there. Working you know, and doing yeah, the yeah. and yeah, because so, I had to pay to help pay my way through, you know. Well, so what would you say the biggest difference between that '93 team and that '94 team that got the '94 team to the the finals? Two things. Sorry, I have an English biscuit, by the way, and an English cup of tea. A biscuit's different. It's like a cookie for you. Um, uh, I'd say two things. Team spirit. The, 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 there was a great bunch of guys, and um, everyone, and then even Eric Fries spoke about it. Everyone knew they had a role. Everyone had a role in the, and, and Marley Sulla, I mean, what a goalkeeper unbelievable goalkeeper you know you it was fantastic and um we uh, we got off to a really poor start of that year and i still remember you know driving back from one of our a big loss i think we lost four two or something like that and uh, i was sitting near the front um speaking to jc and I, you know said so we, we we're leaking too many goals we're hemorrhaging too many goals yeah and um we 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 may we I said to him, I suggested you know we maybe look at a, a different formation you know um, 
well, you know, and we we did change it a little bit, and uh, sound like, don't be sound arrogant or anything, but it's it's just I noticed there was a big difference between the U.S. soccer and British English football. You know, there's a big difference. The guys all say it. I was I was better with the ball in the air because you know that's our style of play, but also we could we read we read the game different the game is completely different it's you know it's paid at 100 mile an hour now is completely different again now but back then you know i i i wasn't a fantastic footballer i didn't i, I just won the ball and i would give it to someone else who could do something you know yeah. that's generally what and dowder was one of the guys you could do that with and so we just had the people in the right places we had you know round pegs in round holes you know we didn't have people in the wrong place you know and and once we got the back back five we almost played with it essentially um um and eric alluded to it when he talked to you about you know we had two holding midfielders which was me and eric and we would we just complimented each other and one of us would support and we went forward etc and the team spirit was brilliant you know the the guys everyone we were all a lot of them were juniors as well which was good um, and there was a good cultural sort of ethos in the group that, you know, the, with the Gambians. There was three or four Gambians in the team with Malay Star and Frankie. And Frankie knew his role and he would come on and support when someone got injured and, you know, and things like that. And it's just, you know, it was just a really good bunch of guys, you know. And uh, I came over in 2018, like I said, and I was, it was, I was so pleased to see them all. And I was so grateful to see him. And I said goodbye to him three or four times. And even Dave Farmer said, why are you saying goodbye? So I don't think I'll ever see you again. You know, I don't think I'll ever see you again because coming over is not that easy, you know. No, and, and now with everything going on, it's not like you can just mm, get on a plane and come over. There's there's a mm, lot going on in the world. Yeah, um, yeah. And I've got family now. And, you know, so if I go, <laughs> I go on holiday, it's going to go with it, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. What would you say if, can you can you picture your feelings from the national championship when the when the final horn goes and you guys know that you're it's yours? I, yeah, well, I I mean I remember the um, the first games that we went we went to Greensboro. I, I was shocking, and I, I remember George Williams saying oh, we, we were thinking about dropping you, and then obviously we came and played that home that home game that quarterfinal against San Diego, mm -hmm. and. I was the good and the bad, the ugly in that game. Well, and San Diego at the time is the defending national champion. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I scored in that game. I gave away a penalty. I got booked, and you know, so <laughs> I didn't have. <laughs> but I loved that game because when we went to penalty shootout, I was one of the penalty takers. You know, and uh, uh, luckily I redeemed myself on in one of their penalties. You know, and then we went to um, uh, what called John Hopkins to play on that AstroTurf and. Um, we we just going i knew we'd win i just knew we'd win and just we, we just played with confidence yes one nils but it's the defense if, if if they can't if your opposition can't score you're gonna win aren't you if yeah. you put if you put more in behind their goalie than mm. they put behind yours it's a yeah and when when you got malay in there it just it just that confidence oozed through the team you know um and uh yeah it was it was strange for me because uh playing a football season over there is completely different to playing season because we play right from August, September, all the way through to April, May. You know, it's just a whole season. We don't have the, the spring season. So I remember spring, well, where's, where's the football? You know, where's the soccer? You know, why aren't we, you know? And um, 
I remember I was one of the first people back in the change rooms. And I sat there and thought, that's it. That's, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Like Eric, actually. And I didn't realise that he felt like that as well. And the first guy who walks in was um, was Mike Rogers. And he was going, yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, fantastic. And I'm thinking, well, I want to play again. Yeah, I want to <laughs> go play again. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, yeah, it was so... To me, it was just uh, just a massive relief that we'd done it, you know. And it was a shame that because I think we had a good squad for the following season as well. The following year, I think we could have done something, even though we won the ECAC. Um, I think we could have, even though we didn't have Malay. I still think we had a squad that, if we if we'd have approached it slightly different, we would have got through again. Um, um, but we didn't. We went to the ECAC and we won that. So. You know, it was quite interesting, you know, to be part of my year. And yeah. So to, to think in the, the my sophomore year, we didn't make it. 94, we, we won it. And then we won something different in the, 90, in the 95 season. So, you know, it mixed, it's like I said at the start, you know, as football is like that. You can be top of your game one one year and then the following year the bottom of the game. And believe me, as a Norwich City fan, I know that. <laughs> and you might not know much about Norwich City, but I'm a I'm a Chelsea <laughs> fan myself. I just didn't I don't know if we're, yeah, I didn't think we should get into <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, so we before this <laughs> we got promotion last year to the to the EPL as you guys call it. And um um, yeah, I don't think we'll last as much this year. We'll probably have to. We'll, we've got to make some good signs. Who knows? But I go to those games now, and um, yeah, still, still got that in, you know, that enthusiasm with football and the, having the football at, at the college was fantastic. And the facilities and the, and the Hope Bowl was. I just loved that. That was a proper pitch. You know, you don't get many like that. So you know, it was brilliant. Well, so that's a good place. We're going to take a pause. I'm going to send it to Harry Chambers of Chambers, the owner and operator of Chambers yeah. General Store. Uh, if they don't have it, you don't need it. It's a fact. You can still get that on a shirt. You can either order it through Facebook. You can call you or, you know, if you're in Bethany, stop in the store, get yourself a dollar sandwich, a cup of coffee for 50 cents and pay $10 for a t-shirt. Um, we will be right back. This is Sean Meal, class of 1996. I am Carla Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. Harry Chambers, take it away. You've just watched another exciting episode of Dingo Talk, recorded in the secret lair deep in the hills of Bethany, West Virginia. Let me give a shout out to my man Don over at Maple Shade Outdoor. He got some great, he's got some great stuff going on over there on YouTube and Instagram. Please make sure you check him out. Also, now available as promised, we have the second edition Bethany, West Virginia Mushroom Capital of the World t-shirts and our Chambers General Store. If we don't have it, you don't need it t-shirts. Available in all sizes. So make sure you stop by the store for a t-shirt, breakfast sandwich, or sausage biscuits and gravy, and make sure to check out those daily lunch specials. Now back to you, Dingo. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carla Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week is Sean Mill, class of 1996, national champion, 1994 uh he's the third fourth we haven't released jc's yet but fourth person <laughs> that is part of that team that we've had on the show um we left off we were talking about the soccer experience and the the trip across the pond uh now we're going to talk about the trip that is bethany and that that damn test that keeps us all 
all of us alumni have the horror story. Uh, were you a winter comper or a spring comper? Uh, spring comper. So you spring had one week and then you went and took the test. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, how did your study go, go and how did the test, obviously the test worked out, oh, but how did you feel about it? Uh, well, it's 29 years ago, so I'm trying to... <laughs> Which makes me feel really old. It's crazy. Um, I'm not 29 years ago, 25 years ago. So I get my math. Say, that makes it math I wasn't a math. I'm, I'm gaining years here, and I don't like that. <laughs> um, uh, right, so uh, Aaron Squire, who was uh, also on the team, he was uh, a, a sports management major like me. Um, there wasn't many of us, but it was uh, almost a, a pathway within sports. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, he ended up, in, I had, he had knocked on my door one day and he said, okay, can we study together? And we overtook the little um, uh, sort of little sitting area outside my rooms in where I lived in Heritage. Well, we were talking about it a minute ago, weren't we? <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, so we, which is the Alpha Sig house now. But and, as you uh, don't know, he's talking about the, uh, the cubes without, like the cube sitting area, not the actual rooms. Those yeah, about the yeah. same. And it happens right. to be the same area that I lived for my time. So I'm very familiar with that area. So we sat in there and I got some big poster paper and I, we were writing those and we were pinning it up on the wall. And um, we, 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 we spent a, a whole week together in there. You know, he would come over and we'd sit there and go through it, write it down and put it on the board and... Um, I remember uh, the, the athletic director at the time was uh, Wally Neal. And uh, I was doing really well with my studies. I, like I said, I got on really well. Once I got to grips with the, the, the process, I was getting on really well. And my GPA went, went, was, was, was good. Um, and he said, if you, when you go to the comps, if you get distinction, then we'll not pre-warn you. But if I, have a, he said, if I have a Coke, if I open a can of Coke, that means you haven't got a chance of distinction. And... and uh, so, and unfortunately, he said to me, I'm just going to get a can of Coke. And I was like, oh, so no chance of distinction. Um, uh, and uh, we sat there and we talked and we, and it's just a conversation, you know. Mm -hmm. And, and the, the funny thing was, the, the thing that let me down was the history of American sport. And they said, you know, they said, that we, you know, you didn't know where things started and how they started. And they said, the only thing we can put that down to is because, it's not part of your history, you know, yeah. and uh, and so it was, you know, it, but it was, and I remember oh, Neil Ogg, he came in and sat in on it. He was, uh, I think, he was a uh, a Sigma new lad who was a young lad on the on the on the soccer team. He'd come in, and I think he was a, I think he was a um, a junior by then. Um, and I invited him because he was doing the same uh, degree, and um, he came in and sat in on it. And uh, yeah, it was really good. Um, I think if I remember rightly, Coach Forsty was in there. And you know, there was a it was a great conversation. I don't remember much of it. Coming out and seeing a few friends afterwards, you know, it was it, it, it was it was difficult to study for it. But you know, we did the right thing the way we studied. And and funny enough, I didn't realise how Freeze had studied, and he did something similar. You know, putting posters on the ball on the wall, and you know, maybe it's something. And we talked about it a minute ago in between in between the, the bits here. Um, Bethany chooses you, and I think um, when you when you when you look about how the people you've interviewed, for example, and 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 the, when when I talk to my friends about going, you can't describe 
the hook that Bethany brings. You, you just can't, you you know, my wife, even, <laughs> who's known me since 2000, and, you know, when I extended it, they, they roll their eyes at me and make jokes in front of me because he went to America, you know. And, <laughs> and, but the, you know, every, it's so good to see the people on here. It's when you, when I come back, it's like you've never left. You know, everyone, everyone looks older, but, <laughs> but. Frank, I'll tell him that he'll get back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely looks old. You can tell him that. Don't they can think that he doesn't look older. <laughs> he needs he needs bringing brand at Peg or two. Um, well, I worked with Frankie actually as a coach. I came back in um, after I graduated. I went oh went uh, I came back home. I flew um, straight back to England. I flew into Norwich. For some reason, I brought every single thing home with me. I do not know why. Every single book. I came back with more stuff than I went. Um, and uh, I walked straight into a job. I was so lucky. I walked straight into a job at the University of East Anglia, um, massive university here in Norwich. Uh, worked in the sports department there. Lucky to get walk into that job. Did that for a couple of years. Um, things didn't work out for me very well uh, in my personal life. Um, I also didn't do very well with football-wise. I broke both my legs playing football here. Yeah, not in the same time. Two, one season I broke the left leg, the following season I broke the other leg. So I didn't have much playing time and stuff like that. And um, I was a bit bit of a lost cause. And I contacted JC because I'd been in contact. And they, he said, well, why didn't you come do the graduate degree? So I came back. I came back to Bethany in, in uh, 90, I think it was 99 actually in the end. I think it was the end of uh, the season of 99 because the guys were telling me how well they'd done in 98, you know, so I didn't know. Yeah, that's it. It would have been 99 because most of them had graduated. Yeah. So I didn't know it. didn't know any, many of the seniors. Um, and uh, I helped coach the team with Frankie. Frankie and I were the, were the, were the two graduate assistants with JC. And it was. Your second part of your Bethany experience is you come back, you get a master's degree. To... Well, no, I didn't. That's, that was the thing. I didn't actually finish it. I didn't actually finish it. I came back. And my, I hadn't got a, um, a student visa. I, I couldn't get a student visa in time. And I had to come back uh, to England um, just as we'd made into the, into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So we coached, helped coach the team through. And we got into the playoffs and I thought, fantastic, we're in the playoffs. I've got to go back to England. And, you know, I kept in contact on the phone. And I came back in uh, in the January, uh, January, ready to start, and I just didn't feel it. You know, I just didn't. It just didn't. Wasn't for me. Um, I didn't want to study again. Um, I wanted to still be involved with football. And I was thinking, well, now the spring, you know, I wasn't involved again. In the well, what? There's no football. What, what can I be? What, you know. Yeah. Um, and um, I, I just. I came back to England and luckily again, I picked up another job again at the UEA, University of Sangler. And from there in 2000, I was involved in, in, in sport. And uh, now I've, I was a teacher for 11 years as well. So yeah, it, I came at two stints at Bethany. The second one didn't work out, but again, that's even in that short period of time, it was only three months. It, it was almost like a home. It was my second home. It helped me almost reset myself and 
you know, mentally, and because I said I had some personal issues before I came back, before I came back in 99, it, it just helped me reset. And the people, the atmosphere, you know, the ethos of the of the place, it, it all just, it's almost like a calming shoulder, a hand on your shoulder to say, hey, it's okay. And you go again. And um, I, I still remember walking around the campus when I was there, you know, during my my studies and saying hello to the, the lecturers and other students even the you know i'd speak to the baseball players and the footballers and they you know because i was the only brit on campus for most of the time so well, you were i was a small place you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna run into yeah, these people. Yeah. but um it, yeah it, it's a fantastic fantastic experience and the comps were almost just a natural process in a way yes it was scary yes we we dealt with it and and squire did just you know did well as well you know and uh, he was you know we I remember us talking about it we got through together sort of thing you know and that team spirit and we had that still you know well so you bring that up you also brought up that you did you you did come back for it was the 50th correct the yeah, I, I, I come back. I've, I've been back twice, actually. I came back in 2004 uh, for when, I think that was the year we were put into the Hall of Fame. Yep. Yeah, um, I came back then. Um, and I'm trying to think. I, I, I stayed with my mate Steve Lindquist again, um, and he was in Ohio then, if I remember rightly, Columbus. So I, I was over for a good week or so then, and we came and... Uh, Sadik Gresham, where you know, where we talked about a little bit earlier, and where I used to work a lot. Um, and I came back to that, and then the next time was 2018. I I just literally flew in for a, a, a long weekend. I came through Thursday and came back on a Monday, literally a, a whistle stop tour just to Bethany. And you know, it was, and that, it was so that coming together. Does that when it happens? Is it the same switch? It's like you guys never left each other. It's just oh yeah. I mean. The, you know it was fantastic to see the, the team in 94 and I know people harp on about it it was a great achievement except but but that 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 goes back to what that team had you know that that togetherness that's the camaraderie the and that that wins you titles you know it's like you know we've talked about premiership football here in England Leicester City won the Premier League well the main reason they didn't have fantastic players they had some good good players they had some great players but it was the it was a team spirit, and you could see how that once they got into a winning mentality, and that's what happened with us. Once we got into a winning mentality and that confidence, it rolls. And but then you 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 had all the euphoria of of the campus as well, you know, congratulating you and and it just you know, used to, I used to go and have a cup of tea with Dr. Keegan whenever I needed a little bit of uh, English time. I'd go and go travel down to walk down to his and sit on his porch and have a cup of tea with him, you know, and, you know, we'd talk about different, you know, English and British stuff just to, just to, re, you know, just to reminisce in some ways, you know, but um, yeah, it was a fantastic experience and all just down to bumping into my PE teacher with a, with a photocopy of a letter. Well, so you bring up that that's how you got, your 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 experience here in 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 college and get, getting to play college soccer um if you were talking to a current high school athlete 
why division three why shouldn't they look over division three here in, in america okay um well first i have to explain them what the <laughs> division three is except because <laughs> a lot of them wouldn't understand um but i would explain to them that the if you if if you want to have a good balance of what you want to achieve in both your academics and with your sport because mm -hmm. you, know, you know that's what they're going to be potentially going for i would explain to them you know how it's how it sits in into the into the american system and say you know if you want that that personal touch if you want to get that you know one-to-one -one, uh, attention sometimes or if you want to get that uh, guidance or um encouragement etc uh, you know look at division three you know what one friend would refer to almost like a um, a big fish in a, in a small pond do you want to be a little fish in a lake almost or do you want to be a big fish in a small pond where you will get recognition where you will get and get that support and i didn't know all these things about division three colleges when i when, and it was just by chance after all you know playing a, a soccer game at penn state and walking into that stadium when we played a game there once ninety thousand seats. yeah it's huge uh, um i might be the right it might not be penn state but whichever way it was it was nice it was a, there was a big stadium <laughs> yeah it was a big stadium and yeah you, you know you sort of think you can't comprehend that especially for, as a british person you know and you know i think it would if if they were going there to play as you know soccer for example or even in, in another sport um i'd certainly explain to them that you know the the the, the atmosphere the experience that they would get and division three is it wasn't a consideration for me, Division Three, Division Two, or Division One. I didn't understand what it meant. Yeah, you know. And um, now, when now I see it, I go, "Well, it's it's a it's no brain." You you know, you've got that experience, you've got that uh, that personal touch, and you know, it, it's a great experience for for someone to get there. And then, lastly, on our on as this tour comes to an end today, um, why Bethany? Um, well, it goes without saying, it, you know, the the education you get, the the people, it's the people that make Bethany. You know, um, I I stayed there many summers, and it would you know people would think it was like a ghost town, but you know you would walk through the town and you'd still see people sitting on the porch that you'd recognise and you'd stop and say hello. Mm -hmm. Not only that, you'd see the faculty around, you know, even during the summertime. So you know, I saw Bethany at different stages of the season different seasons through different seasons um through different times when you know in the winter sometimes you know i had to stay there until i could get a lift somewhere or to get back to england you know to get a lift to the airport or whatever um and and the people who the other people who even the other students who come to there were so receptive and so many of them I, I think I must have had three Christmases at three different houses I think you know and Thanksgiving as well and I and I got the, uh, the great experience of staying in some West, a West Virginia house or somewhere in Pittsburgh or whatever you know or even um, in uh, uh, Maryland with uh, Matt Wybie you know I remember going and staying with him 
for a, cup, uh, a, a a spring break or something like that. Shameless plug. Dave, we got Dave, Matt. Come on, man. We need to we need to get you on the show now. Yeah, we got the uh, one so, wivy. We need the other wivy. Well, that's funny because Matt, um, he he was a senior and I he was a junior in my senior year, and I've I went and saw I've seen Dave and Aaron who, you know, who is, uh, well, obviously, I don't think Aaron went to Bethany, did he? But Dave did, didn't he? Yeah. And and Dave, uh, looking at him now, I remember when he was, I think, but I went round, he was only about nine or ten, you know. It's, so it's quite quite different seeing him now and seeing him when I came back in 2018. And that is the trouble. I, I, I One thing I do regret, I wish I'd kept in touch with people more. I, you know, life goes quickly, doesn't it, sometimes? And you... You think, oh, you know, I was even talking to my mum the other day about JC. You know, I must give, I must give him a call and have a chat with him. You know, because, and we did do actually. Um, we during the lockdown, uh, when the lockdown, we had a little Zoom mm-hmm. meet, chat together. And there was four or five of us came on there. Mike Rogers, Aaron Squire, um, uh, JC, and I'm trying to think who else came. Oh, JC Catherine, the guy who filmed. I think he was the other one who came on, um, and it was. It was again like old times. Nobody, nobody yeah. misses a beat. Just right back to yeah, it. yeah. And this, that is, that is the beauty of of Bethany. And you know, it's not just the football guys. There was other people as well. You know, and I know, I know, I keep harping on about the football, etc. But uh, the whole, whole experience, the whole um, atmosphere, and just the general friendliness of people. You know. Uh, you know, walking down to the post office into my post box, you know, I was getting stuff from my nan, I was getting, you know, it was just, it, it was just, they rec- rec- you recognise you as soon as you walk in, oh, how you doing, Sean, you know, oh, you've got some, you know, you've got something too big to fit in your box today, we've got it here for you, you know, and it just everyone knew you and, uh, and everyone was always polite, you know, you know, we had lots of fun in terms of, you know, some of the things that you know the, the the cultural differences sometimes you know you know we talked about going down to bubbles and playing pool for example mm-hmm. well, we have a game called snooker here and, we, and it's a so it's a similar game have you you obviously hadn't heard of snooker nope, no no uh, yeah now you need to google that later you need to google snooker so a bigger table pockets are smaller just like pool but different rules and uh so I used to play snooker here. So when I went down to the bubbers and used to start playing pool, the pockets were like buckets to me. <laughs> so I used, to, I used to hustle. Well, this there used to be a, a local guy used to come in. I used to hustle him for a couple of quid down again, a couple of bucks coming down. He used, he used to he used to stop playing me because I used to always hustle a few few pa- a few dollars off him, you know. Um, and it became a joke in the end. But uh, yeah, there's little things like that, you know. And uh, it's, yeah, it's great memories, great, great times. And I do all again, you know, it's, it's such a fantastic place. And uh, like I said, people talking to people here about it, they go, oh, he's talking about America again. And uh, even I've got the, the, the championship video in here and there's the joke. Oh, have you seen it yet? No. <laughs> yes, I've seen it. No, you haven't. You know, so uh, it, it's nice to actually talk to someone who appreciates it. And uh, hopefully when people, if people do watch this, um, they'll, they'll get in contact and, uh, you know, and hopefully I can have a chat with them again because uh, there's some fantastic people and, uh in all walks of faculty to 
to the students, even the, the catering and cleaning staff, you know, mm -hmm. because I worked during the summer times and at Gresham. You got to know them as well. I got to know them as well, you know, and, you know, they, 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 there was always the joke, you know, so it was, it was good. The Brit, as I was known as, I was called the Brit. Well, Sean, I want to thank you for one continuing because I mean you you've contacted me multiple times about about the show you've been a, a huge support through most of this um, so thank you for for watching I'm glad that we got you finally got you on um, this has been Sean Meal class of 1996 I am Carlo Guadagnino this is the Dingo Talk alumni tour make sure you hit like and subscribe here on YouTube and we will see you next Thursday at 10 a.m., Chuckleheads. You want to know by now. You want to know by now. You want to know by now. You want to know. You want to know.